Hi guys, welcome to the Black in Fashion Podcast with Bernice Collier. This is actually episode one, so I'm a little bit nervous, so bear with me. Um, I wanted to do this podcast just to bring forth a lot of advice and education and tips um, to the black community um, when it comes to being in fashion. We all know that black people are a minority in the fashion industry, and I just want to shed a light on things that we can do to make ourselves present, where it be fighting for like the highest position in your company, being an entrepreneur, building your business. So um, let me give you guys a little background information about myself um, and hopefully um, you like my credibility and want to listen to what I have to say. I also plan on in the future bringing in different um, guests to speak about their experiences, people that are in the industry, stylists, buyers, designers, entrepreneurs, and kind of getting their feedback and their tips on things that you can do to enhance your own career. So like I said, my name is Lenise Collier. I am originally from Chicago. I am a designer. I am also an entrepreneur. Um, this is my form of education. I've always wanted to be an educator and I always wanted to share my path and teach people and help other people reach their goals. Um, I've wanted to be a designer since I was a little girl. My grandmother, of course, taught me how to sew when I was about six years old and I just never wanted to do anything else besides this. So I went to Columbia for fashion design. Um, when I was in college, I actually started my business then. I started doing a lot of custom garments um, in the city of Chicago. I worked a lot with proms. I did a lot of weddings and I also did custom <laughs> custom uh, birthday dresses, uh, maternity for like baby showers. Like I was like the go-to girl there. When I was in college, I also wanted to have an organization that represented my people as well. So my junior year of college, I started a, a fashion elite modeling organization. It was an organization that brought forth all the creatives together. Um, of course, most of the members were African-American because they had so many other organizations on campus, but it didn't cater to us. It didn't cater to our fashion. It didn't cater to our music. So we started the organization, me and a couple other of my friends, as well as girls that I met in classes and stuff, classmates. And we put on one of the biggest showcases we could. Um, we incorporated incorporated dancers, we incorporated music, we incorporated designers, stylists, you name it. And that was like the highlight of like college for me. Um, so since I, while I was in college, I also worked for several different retailers um, from Wet Seal to Aldo to Banana Republic um, to Halston to Akira Chicago. So I'm very well versed in the retail industry on the sales side, on the buying side, on the operation side. So um, I hope to in the future have a lot of Call, well, messages about retail and the retail industry, and I would love to put forth my advice on how I can help with that. So after being in Chicago for a certain amount of time, I decided that I wanted to do more business aside of fashion as well because most of my experience was all creative or retail. So I decided to move to NYC and to get my master's in fashion management and merchandising. When I moved here, of course, I was a little girl with dreams. Like, oh, I'm going to go to New York. I'm going to be this hot fashion designer and I'm going to 
everyone's gonna know me and I'm gonna make all these garments, but getting here, I had to face reality. Um, and I definitely would say I prematurely tried to do a lot of things without really, really learning. If I could give you guys one piece of advice when it comes to fashion entrepreneurship is to work for somebody else first and make your mistakes there opposed to making your mistakes on your own. Trust me, it'll be very, very beneficial in the long run when you're not wasting your own money, for sure. So when I first got here, I worked for several different companies. I've worked um, for an alterations company. I've worked for a tailoring company. I've worked in sleepwear. I've worked, I'm currently working in sleepwear, but in the past I've worked in ready to wear. I've worked in handbags. I've worked in sweaters. I've worked in sportswear, active wear, evening wear. I've even worked in socks, like hosiery. So I'm very well versed when it comes to knits and to wovens. Um, I also have kind of hopped around from place to place to place, um, depending on you know my circumstances and wanting to also you know make more money or also loving what I do. So I found myself in sales roles. I found myself in merchandising roles. I've been in a design role. I've been in product development and I've been in production. So I pretty much worked my way around all the different areas of fashion that you can work in. At the same time, having you know and trying to having my own brand and trying to build my own brand at the same time. So I would actually say that I'm pretty. I'm pretty well versed, but I'm also learning every day different things and new things when it comes to this business and to this world. And that's why I wanted to share it all with you guys. And for the show, I definitely will be speaking about several different topics. I would love also to have suggestions um, if anybody wants to know anything. And I could also, if I don't know it, of course, I'll research and figure out the best answer or even bring someone in to talk about it. But some of the things I plan on talking about within the podcast um, every other week would be finding your market niche, um, creating your products, um, knowing the supply chain um, and where you want to be placed within the supply chain because there's so many different genres. Um, knowing the production process, which is very big, whether you're working in the industry or if you're being an entrepreneur, you have to know how to get your product made, how to get it made efficiently, and also within margin so that it's actually profitable for you on your end. I always say when it comes to production, I think that going direct to consumer is a, an amazing business, especially for designers that are starting out. Um, I definitely will touch on that within the next episode. And I will definitely discuss with you guys um, entrepreneurship, you know, versus uh, entrepreneurship custom versus entrepreneurship collection, as well as wholesaling uh, versus going direct to consumer. I definitely will talk about doing private label work um, versus doing wholesaling and how you can alter garments or if you want to make them from scratch. Um, I would definitely talk about how you should position yourself within the industry to learn different things from different businesses, whether it be small businesses or large corporations. I think in these places, you absolutely learn the most and you get to, depending on the type of business, if it's a smaller business, you're going to learn a lot, lot more. If you're in a larger corporation, you're not going to learn as much, but you still can take bits and pieces from everything that you, uh, that crosses your hands. I'm going to talk about sales distribution outlets. We'll talk about how e-tailing and also doing pop-up shops and doing um, fashion shows and doing what are those things called? Showcases? There are showcases now that are way more popular than doing fashion shows and how those are should be beneficial to your business opposed to like causing you money as well as trunk shows and the differences with actually putting on a trunk show and with a trunk show you're showcasing your work but you're also selling your work at the same time so they should offset one another. 
I'll talk about brand identity, um, what sets you apart, and different tools and things that you can use to develop your brand identity, whether it be from distinct characteristics distinct characteristics, um, what your long-term goals are, what your short-term goals are, um, what, your, what your executive summary is for your business, and how to talk about that, how to talk to investors. You know, when you speak to someone, you, sometimes you only have 30 seconds. How to create a 30-second pitch, I'll discuss things like that. Um, I'll discuss costing and how to cost out a garment, how to sew how to cre basically create a percentage of your costing should go to manufacturing, but other other parts of your costing, you have to work in the materials, you have to work in the branding, you have to work in the marketing, how to break that down. I will have a um, website, which will I'll have you'll have the ability to download some of these things that'll help you like costing templates and sales through templates um, and um, even like a entire merchandise management packet that'll walk you through, through the different stages of building your brand, how you would position your brand in a retailer, how you would invoice and cost out things for your brand, and also how you would present yourself at uh, a fashion week or not just showcasing your stuff, but actually speaking to a buyer and them actually buying your line because at the end of the day, we all want to make it profitable. I'll definitely discuss logistics, uh, store manuals, and shipping. Um, that's a part of the business that a lot of designers do not want to talk about, do not want to follow suit, but it's most important, and it also eliminates designers getting chargebacks, especially when you're starting out and your resources are limited. Um, I have a lot of great resources and a lot of tools that I'll be able to speak about and to give you guys references of people that you can use. And I know a lot of manufacturers and uh, logistics and routing and warehouses that work with small designers as well as if you were just going doing everything in your home and you wanted to just ship via FedEx which is also a good look too. I'll discuss quality control and insurance and how important it really is to look at every single garment. Now if you're producing overseas which I will discuss I know that that's uh, harder you won't actually be able to look at every single garment but then you would need to hire a QC a quality control insurance person agent that is like midway that could check things when they go through customs or in the factory itself if you're going to produce overseas we know that you're going to be doing 300 or 300 plus units and you're never going to be able to look at 300 plus units all together but there is a way of doing quality control that can help when shipping to retailers and shipping to e-commerce places that you'll be able to use I'll talk about how you develop your lookbooks, how you set the scenes for your photo shoots, and how viable these things are to your business and maintaining your brand. Um, I do plan on bringing in brand specialists. They'll also give you guys tips on what's the best to do and how to create new things within your business um, and even how to restructure or rebrand your business. So I hope that you guys will, you know, eventually get a lot from the podcast and I'll love to get feedback and I'm always open to learning different things um, or different questions you may have that I'm able to help you guys with and I really hope that you enjoy My the podcast. Skin is black. What you looking My at? Skin is black. What you looking My at? Skin is black. What you looking My at? Skin is black. What you looking at?
You guys can keep up with me via all social media channels. My handle is Lenise Collier. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, you name it. You can also check out my brand um, on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram under Collier Bateen. Uh, please feel free to send me messages, write comments, give me your feedback. I would love to hear from you guys. And once again, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. Have a good one.